0: Hey, it's kim commando today your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond and i'd love to have you be a part of our podcast you can make an appointment to speak with me just head over to commando.com and on the top right there's a button that says email kim fill that out and that's it i always like to start with something that you might not know that just happened okay mount kilimanjaro could you imagine this they just got internet access The state-owned Tanzania Telecommunications Corporation installed broadband this past week at an altitude of 12,200 feet, and they say they're going to bring it to the summit so that this way people can have more route tracking and they can share their journey and their pictures with their family members and friends. And the summit is at 19,300. It's the highest peak in Africa, and they're going to have all this up and running, they say, by the end of the year. And I started thinking about it. And if Snoop Dogg ever visits, it's going to be the highest place on Earth. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, just an example of all the fun that we have here week after week as we talk about living the best digital life ever. You've tapped into it. You found us. It's the nation's largest show about all things digital. Most trusted source. I'm, of course, America's digital pro Kim Commando here with you. And you can find us on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And you can find us streaming as a podcast as a webcast commercial free whenever you want to listen or watch over at getkim.com and a special thank you goes out to our servicemen and women in the army the marines the navy air force coast guard and space force who are protecting our great nation thank you and listening to us on the american forces network radio <clears throat> and our t-mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us And i love it when i get more than what I paid for it. Like when you're checking in at a hotel and they offer you a free room upgrade, you're like, yes. And if you're 55 and up, T-Mobile has an exclusive plan that gives you more savings. Get two lines of unlimited talk, text, and data on T-Mobile's network for only 27.50 dollars a line with AutoPay. That's a savings of 50% versus AT&T and Verizon. Plus with T-Mobile's price lock guarantee, you can be confident they won't raise the price of your rate plan. That's right, two lines of unlimited talk, text, and data for only 27.50 dollars a line and your rate plan price is locked, so you don't have to worry about changing it. Don't miss out. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 or call 1-800-T-Mobile today and get more 5G coverage, more savings, and even more cool stuff.
1: Without auto pay, $5 more per line, plus taxes and fees. If congested, consumers may notice speeds lower than other customers and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video typically streams in SD.
0: All right, I scour news sites and news wires and press releases, and I talk to industry insiders every single day to bring you up to date. And then I collate all that down. And so that I can tell you about five things that are happening in future tech. And that's what we're going to cover right now. And we start with a question that I get at least a dozen or more times a week. And I'm not kidding you. It goes something like this. I Kim, I don't know what I did, but I can't get into my Facebook account because I think I've been hacked. My advice normally goes along something like this. I know no other option. I don't trust any other option than going to Facebook, fill out a ticket, wait for somebody to email you back, which nobody ever does. But let us all rejoice. Yes, because the company that made roughly $120 billion last year is finally, yes, they're finally building a customer support division oh yes our babies are growing up and they say it's for people who have had posts or accounts removed unexpectedly so there will be facebook customer service representatives who will actually speak with you if you lost your account it was hacked or suspended i started thinking about this if there were any other company making 120 billion dollars a year and they didn't have a customer support line People would be outraged. But for some reason, this is the internet and we just accept that just the way it is. I mean, even even we have a customer service rep who's on our team to help you get our newsletters, listen to our podcasts, watch me do the show lives. I'm really glad that Facebook can finally afford to do this. Uh, number two, changes are coming to you, Microsoft Outlook users. That's right, because Microsoft apparently is not making enough money because if you're using Microsoft Outlook, word is that you're going to have to start You're gonna have to start seeing more ads inside your inbox which are just clever emails that encourage you to click and if you don't want to see the ads in your microsoft outlook inbox then you're gonna have to subscribe which means you have to pay to microsoft 365. so how much did microsoft make and profit over the last year how much anybody care to guess i looked it up uh microsoft's annual gross profit for 2022 was about 136 billion dollars which is a 17.06 percent increase from 2021 and here's a trivia question what was the original name of windows when bill gates first developed windows and bonus points if you know the year what was the original name of windows bill gates wanted to call it such a geek interface manager Hi, um, do you have the interface manager here? Um, I'm running interface manager. What are you running interface manager? Um, Apparently, the marketing department convinced Gates to change it to Windows because they said Windows on a computer screen. So that's where that came from. And what year was it released? Anybody? 1985. Yes, 37 years ago. Uh, Number three on our list of future things that are happening are attention sports fans. New games are coming out. Now, if you're really into basketball, we have NBA 2K23. It's going to be here September 9th. Uh, The Premium Championship Edition includes access to the NBA League Pass, in-game extras, and wait for it, an exclusive Michael Jordan-themed go-kart. Game costs $150. And if you really like Michael Jordan, there's a Michael Jordan edition of the game for $100. Now, if you're more of a golfer type, PGA Tour 2K23 is going to be released October 11th. Tiger Woods is a playable character, along with Justin Thomas, Lexi Thompson, Lydia Ko, and others. Uh, You can play over 20 different courses. You can even create your own golf course. I think that might be kind of fun. Uh, New games to play, custom tournaments, and you can also have top golf where you earn points when you hit certain targets. And if you're interested in that, you should pre-order that game because if you do, you get Michael Jordan as a playable character. You know, I actually looked this up because when I was reading about this, I thought, you know, I, you know, we all know about esports and most of the time there's... You know, guys and gals in their early 20s and they play video games and then they compete and other people watch and play video games and they make millions of dollars. Is there an eSports league for golf? And as it turns out, I'm not joking, there is. People seriously play eSports golf on video game consoles and they make money at it. Same thing with basketball. See, You don't need a body of a pro athlete to play eSports. Uh, Number four on our list, uh, fasten your seatbelts and put your tray tables away. But there's no TSA where we're going. It's been 40 years since the first version of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now, let me tell you, if you haven't had a chance yet to see the latest version of the game, wow, graphics are just stunning. It's so cool. You can fly all sorts of planes in real weather conditions or other weather conditions, and they have get this amazing panoramic view of our entire planet. And word is out now that the 40th edition is going to include uh, when it gets released on November 11th. Okay, so November 11th, new version. Helicopters and gliders are now part of the game along with an Airbus A310. But check this out. I thought this was really something. I'm going to get the game just so I can do this. Now you can fly a 1947 Hughes H4 Hercules. You know what that is. That's, that's the Spruce Goose. The largest seaplane and wooden plane ever built. Even, I mean, I don't know if Hughes couldn't get off the ground very much. I don't know if I can, but you can also fly the Spirit of St. Louis, the plane that Charles Lindbergh flew in the first solo nonstop transatlantic flight in May of 1927. Now that is really something. I will tell you that when I was in Paris last, um, I actually went on the tarmac to see where he stood, Charles Lindbergh, when he landed in Paris, and there's a little, uh, I guess you'd say, brass plate in the ground that shows where he stood. And then you see all the hangers. It was really something so fun to do that. And here's a question for you. What do you call it when Microsoft Flight Simulator is lagging and it's just slow? What do you call it Uh, called jet lag? (laughs) I thought that was funny. And finally, coming in last at number five, when we get to Mars, Elon Musk says, it's not going to be easy. Because he says it's not going to be all fun and games for the first settlers of Mars. He says there's not going to be any glamour. There's not going to be any luxury. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be cramped. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard work because this is Mars. He made the comments when he was talking about the SpaceX Starship that he eventually plans to take humans and cargo to Mars. He said that the early launch attempts carry a certain amount of risk. And even if you make it to Mars, you might not come back. So if you're okay with the chances, you still have to put up about $100,000 to take the trip in the first place. Now, humans setting foot on Mars, it's still years away. Uh, they have to build a colony. It's going to take a lot of time too. And on that front, uh, Elon Musk says it's going to take 1,000 ships, each carrying 100 passengers, to create a successful, self-sustaining colony. Listen to that again. 1,000 ships, spaceships, carrying 100 passengers, to create a successful self-sustaining colony. Um, Well, you know, until then, I mean, he's still busy. I mean, Elon Musk is still trying to figure out what to do with Twitter. Only, you know, can handle one hostile takeover at a time. All right, coming up in this jam-packed hour, if you live in a rural community, I'm gonna tell you something that you really need for your internet access. Uh, Allie's gonna be joining us. She's our amazing content queen, of course. We're talking about back-to-school tech for kids, not laptops. No, we're talking about safety tech for kids. And then we've got 10 bad iPhone default settings that you need to change today. One of them I actually found on my phone. I had no idea. I'm sharing my music with people. No idea. It's turned on by default. Uh, How to close browser tabs the easy way. And also later on, private mode. Is it or is it not 100% private? And of course, we have all of your phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. Our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 Once again, is the way to join us. If you have a question for me and maybe you're just too shy to talk to me or, you know, in front of like millions of people, I get that, um, is you can always drop me your question. I read every single one. Head over to commando.com with a K, of course. Upper right hand corner is a link that says email Kim. And that's where the magic happens. All right. Sean in Chico, California. Hi there, Sean hi kim welcome thanks for having me on you betcha what's going on
1: well let's see for the past few months i've been receiving calls text messages
0: emails um, from salespersons trying to uh, design
1: my domain uh, names okay uh, now the, the problem is is i don't have any domains um, <laughs> they're
0: it's like, wait a minute, I don't have a domain name. I don't own a domain name. Right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so re- researching research it. I see that they, someone purchased domains using my name, my address, home address, my email address, my phone number. And I don't know why someone would purchase domains using all my information. Can you help me out? Uh, boy. Unless they're going to be using it for scam, nefarious means, perhaps in this way, they deflect it from themselves onto you. And so, right. so when the feds, feds come knocking, they're going to come knocking on your door. And you'll be like, you'll be standing there in your PJs and your boxers saying, I don't own a domain. It's not me, exactly. I swear. Um, that's my fears. Yes. uh all right so you've got two you've got two, basically two options okay um okay there's like there's this organization uh called ICANN, the internet corporation of assigned names and numbers and and the, the they are the holders of the domain names hmm. and so they are like i don't want to say the holders but they're like the controllers they're the, the like the massive directory And they, even though you have all like these GoDaddies and Namecheaps and in network solutions and wherever it is, you know, you have all these other ones up up at the top, you've got ICANN and they kind of set the rules. So what you can do is that there's a, um, they have a report form and you can say, hey, that's where you report Say, listen, this is, you know, this is not my domain. You know, I don't own it. I don't have it. I don't want it. Okay. And right. then they will investigate it. Uh, the other okay. option is, is something that um, I, I've always been surprised how easy it is. But um, when you have an IT person who's in charge of your website and they leave your employee, well, what, okay. if, what if their name is on the website registration and their email address and things like that? So, What you could do is you could go to wherever it's registered and you could say, Hey, listen, this is my domain and I, I want to keep this domain. Uh, and I want you to make all the information private about it. And I want to take control of this domain. Oh yeah. So this way you own it and you could put up a little page that says, see you later sucker. You know, whatever you want to do. (sighs) Oh, right. And, okay. and maybe I, I don't know if I'd do that because they have your home address, but, <laughs> uh, right. but you could, can, you could take control nah. of it. So it's either way you're, it's going to cost it you, it's going to cost you money to make right. that, to get that domain and to make it private. So. I think have to pay annually, I? Uh, not if you go through the, ICANN folks, they'll go ahead and they'll, they'll handle that dispute for you. They're not going to charge okay. you to do that. And um, so I'll tell you what, so let me do this. We're gonna, I'm gonna put you on hold and we're gonna give you a link where you can file that complaint, okay? And then yeah. uh, for anybody else, if you ever have this situation, this it's actually the first time I've ever heard this, that somebody registers a domain, I can only think that they're gonna be using it for scammy reasons, otherwise, why would they do that? Um, and for anybody else, it's over at ICANN, you can file a complaint there. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for your call. Now, if you live in a rural community with crappy internet service, you need to know about Starlink, okay? It's not cheap, but as long as your home can see the sky, you can hop online at up to 200 megabits per second. Um, the gear costs $600, internet service about 100 bucks a month, and it does work in rural communities. Sometimes in bigger cities, it does get congested, and I've actually ordered it as a backup service. so. I'm gonna be giving you my personal experience with Starlink pretty soon. Hey, you wanna stay right where you are. We have more of the show coming up and more of your fantastic phone calls that you never ever wanna miss. All right, still to come in just a few moments, there's some bad default settings on your phone I need to tell you about that you need to change. We're gonna talk about how you can close browser, browser tabs the easy and quick way. And then later on, the question, is private mode truly private? Is it 100% private? Is it, is it, is it? All right, before we get to all of that, Ali Seligman, our amazing content queen, is now joining us, as she always does. And, and Allie and I, we talked about this past week, and it's, it's a difficult situation. Because when, I remember when I dropped Ian off on his first day of preschool, years ago, obviously, is that I actually cried. I I was just, I mean, I was with him every single day of his life. And all of a sudden I have to trust somebody else to do that. And I, that, then I came home and I'm like, you know what? I need to give him a phone. I need to give him a phone. So I went and I think it was called wild fly or something like that. And it was a little tiny phone and it had no apps. Had a little tiny screen. Notice tiny is the operative word. Um, Anyway, and it had four (laughs) buttons. And Ian could only use it to call me, Barry, my mother, or 911. And I explained to him how to use it different ways. I will always pick you up, but if you're wondering if if you're going to be late or if I need to come earlier, you hit me. Then, of course, if you can't find me, you hit Dad. You hit Grandma. And then if there's really something really bad in the classroom happening, you have to hit 911. And he carried a phone from then on out. And other parents looked at me like I was helicopter mom, you know, (laughs) crazy. Uh, Why would you put that into a four-year-old's hands? But it gave me a sense of that at least there was still a way that he could be connected. And with all the school shootings, it's just, I, I don't know, I don't know what I would do right now if I had... A younger child. It's, and, and I was watching a news report, and a woman had her five year old son, which would be about five years old, and five or six. And they were having an at home drill, this active shooter drill in their house. And she told him, active shooter, active shooter. And he ran in the corner of uh, the, uh, the room. And she said, okay, it's okay to come out. And then he went to come out. And she said, no, you were not supposed to come out. So she's really teaching this five-year-old. And then she said, if there's, she looked at him, she said, if there's an active shooter, I want you to hold your, your Spider-Man backpack up, just like this. And he did. And the Spider-Man backpack was bulletproof. I was sad. Wow. So, Allie and I put together a list of technology that If you have a child, if you have a grandchild, if you have a child in the family, in school, what type of technology could help? Because the Uvalde school shooting, I I don't remember the little girl's name, but she was calling for help. She was. Then she got shot.
1: She pulled out her phone. She called 911. Yeah, she got shot. She
0: got shot. So. As we talk about this, so that's why Ali, that's why I thought, you know, a smartwatch, right?
1: Absolutely. I thought that was such a smart idea, Kim. Yeah, a phone is really obvious, especially if the lights are down or the the room is dim. We know our phones just light up. They're hard to miss. They're big, especially today's phones. So a smartwatch, it's so much easier to hide. It's on your wrist. And I thought your idea, put the kid in long sleeves. If you have a little kid and they're wearing a watch, what does it hurt? The the classrooms are going to be, you know, air conditioned and cold. It's, it's a lot less obvious um and a lot of the smart watches especially you know the ones that we recommend there's one button that the kid can push that says i'm in an emergency the parents get a notification whoever set up his emergency contacts um and you know 911 is called and so this is a much easier way than having to use your voice um there's yes. no big light on it it's it's just going to be a lot simpler
0: and then so, so the t-mobile watch is yeah. actually pretty darn good. Why don't you tell folks about that? It one?
1: is. It's called the SyncUp Kids Watch. It's This one is nice because some of the options we gave, you know, Apple Watches are awesome, but they're big. And so if you have a little, little one, they can't wear that big watch on their wrist. It's just not going to make any sense. So this one, it's small. They can make calls and texts to numbers only that you've approved. You manage this all through an app, which is really nice. Got real-time location tracking. You can set up virtual fences so you know, Okay, the kid is not where they should be, or, you know, okay, great. They're at school. I see them there. And then, yes, there's one button to press that you get a notification it can call nine one one and you
0: know, when I went to the t-Mobile website, um and if you get the watch for two years, it's free,
1: Wow, yeah.
0: so. Um, and then, of course, the Apple Watch, right?
1: Yeah, Apple Watch is good for older kids um, if they've got an iPhone. Of course, we always talk about keeping the same ecosystem. So, if you're an iPhone family, go with an iWatch or go with an Apple Watch. It's going to work perfectly with the rest of your devices. Um, Apple has the emergency SOS, which is basically the same thing. They press and hold a button, and you'll get a notification as their emergency contact. You can set up several, and so you know whoever in the family, both parents, if there's somebody else. Um, And then emergency contacts are called. And this is nice too, it sends exact GPS location so that help or you know exactly where your kid is. Um, If you're an Android family, if your kid has an Android, the Galaxy Watch also has that SOS feature, which is really nice. And you can program it so that you just, there's a, a home button on that watch, you just hit it three times and that starts the emergency SOS calling.
0: And now, you know, people might say, well, you know, can I get a Fitbit? No.
1: Nope, Fitbits do not do the emergency SOS. Anything where it's gonna be like, have you ever tried to text from a watch? It's such a pain. It is, (laughs) So I, especially for kids and in an emergency situation, I would definitely not recommend something where you have to type out and send a message. You really wanna go with one of these where you have the actual emergency button. That's why we had to rule out a lot of the other kids' watches too, because they have games and they're fun and they have things that kids might like, but they don't have this capability to say, here's exactly where I am. And I need you to know that I'm in an emergency.
0: Okay. So now if the child's old enough, that's where we talk about if they, I mean, they already have a phone,
1: mm-hmm. okay. If
0: the kid's old enough, the kid already has a phone in that live 360 app. Yeah. I know the kids hate it because <laughs> they track it and they also, teenagers hate it because it does, it will also track driving and yeah. tell them if it's driving. Okay. Um, but it also has that one button.
1: It does. Yes. They call it the SOS help alert. It's that same thing, right? They open the app, they press this button and everyone in the circle. So the whole family, they'll get an alert that says I'm in trouble. I need help. Um, This is something you set it up ahead of time. The emergency contacts are all set up. It's just one thing. There's another option we like too. uh, Noonlight is a really good app. This is one that we've recommended for, you know, maybe a kid on a college campus, or if you're out by yourself, this is a good one. If you feel unsafe and a parking lot or something like that at night. Basically you open the app, there's an emergency button, you hold it down with your finger. And if you let your finger go and you're safe, say you get to your car or nothing's actually going on. um, You feel secure. You put in a four digit pin. Okay. Everything's done. You didn't have to use the app. If something is wrong, you push, you push the button or you just take your finger off of it. And that emergency alert goes out to everyone that's set up um, in your, in the emergency contact. So again, these are all things you're gonna set up ahead of time with right. your kid. And practice. Exactly, that is such yes. such a good point. That video you mentioned Kim, the mom and, and the son doing the drill, I watched that. And it was one of those things where you watch it and then you just sit there and you cry for a little bit. Oh, it was
0: gut-wrenching. It really just, is. You know, and you're, you're the school's supposed to be safe. You're supposed to feel like it's everything's gonna be okay. Um, Trackers, let's move on to AirTags. Yes, okay. those
1: are another good one. Again, if you're an Apple family, if you've got an iPhone, go with the, the AirTag. These are nice just to know for sure where your kid is. Um, it's easy, you can slip one in a backpack, but we really prefer put it on the kid, especially little kids. Um, we found some really good accessories that um, I didn't even know existed some of these. So we know that there are watches, um, watch accessories, but if you're gonna take up that space, put the smartwatch on your kid's wrist.
0: Exactly.
1: Instead, we found little necklaces that are, you know, for little, little kids that they can wear. Um, They're cute.
0: Yeah, they're cute. I mean, like one was like a rainbow and a unicorn and a little strawberry. One was a little donut, that (laughs) was cute.
1: They are cute. There are other ones that are a little more hidden. Um, They basically have a safety pin and you can pin them to the inside of the kid's clothes. So, you know, kind of the waistband of their pants or shorts or whatever. Uh, Those ones are easy to hide and those are nice. There are, of course, the keychain versions for older kids. Um, Keep in mind, though, those probably will end up in a backpack and your kid could get separated from their backpack. So we really prefer in their pocket. um, On
0: their person. On their person. Yes. On their person somewhere.
1: Exactly. And again, if you're an Android family, um, tile trackers work in, you know, really similar way. There's uh, Samsung Galaxy Smart Tag Plus. Those are good, too, if you have a Samsung phone. So basically go with the one that's going to work best with the other technology you use, your smartphone, um, but these are all a good way to say, okay, is this, is this kid where I think they are right now?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a difficult conversation.
1: It is, it's heavy stuff. And you yeah. know, I think that I really like the, the point that you made that it's kind of like having the birds and the bees talk with your kids. It's, it's sad that it has to be done yes. now, but really that practice and understanding what are the threats how do you contact me? It's just like you did with Ian when he was four and had that phone and he was able to understand if you I have... know what?
0: yeah, they understand, they can, yeah. I mean, they, they get it. And, uh, you know, it, it, I remember when Ian was in high school, they would have active shooter drills mm. and lockdown drills. And, and one time I was, I was here in the studio. I think I was even doing a show and I got an alert that there was an active shooter on campus and, And no, you know what? I was doing the show because I was like, I got to go. Yeah. And I went to my dressing room, like, what, like, what the heck's going on? And then they came back and says, oh, we're sorry. We meant, we didn't use the word drill. Oh
1: my gosh. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I bet they never made that mistake again. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I was like, okay, people, drill, important word. (laughs) Okay. Important word. All right. So if there were any kids in your family, anybody, you need to, Go to the website, commando.com, and we'll put it on the... Can we put it on the homepage? For Absolutely. The, yeah, yeah. So we'll put it, put it right there on the home page. And I want you to share this. I want you to share this column. I want you to share it with all anybody that you have on social media. No matter where you are, just use the share buttons. They're right there at the top, right,
1: Al? They are. Yep, right at the top of the article. Yeah, I, this is one that we're not saying share this because we care about page views. We're saying share this because what if this helps save somebody's life? Exactly. Like this is really important stuff.
0: I mean, as a matter of fact, we had that conversation. We did. Because I said, you know, we're always looking for page views. Mm-hmm. You know, we're a business. We're a small business. We need to pay our bills. And when we, Al and I were talking about this, I, I actually, I think I said, I said, you know, this is not going to get a lot of us, a lot of page views. But if we can help people, one kid, one family, then that's, we've done our job
1: going back to what you said, you know, being in that position, having to drop your kid off at school, especially if they're in, you know, preschool, kindergarten, it's a scary time. And so feeling a little more secure that, okay, I know my kid can reach me. This is a good way to do it.
0: So do us all a favor, share it out. Knowledge is power. And we want, we want to really help spread the word on this because I haven't seen any other national outlet doing anything like this. I think we're the only ones so far. All right, Al, thanks for joining us. Great stuff. And so for everybody, again, just hit the website and you can share it. All right, we put together this list because there's some default settings on your iPhone, and I don't have time to go through each and every one, but there are 10 that you need to change. For example, location services, significant locations where your iPhone is tracking everywhere you go, product improvement, you're gonna send them who knows what, allow friends to find you, allow apps to track you, share your analytics, get personalized ads. So if you have an iPhone, do it now, go to commando.com, hit the link that says Kim show. You'd be glad that you did. Still to come, we have more of your phone calls And more of me, Kim Commando. All right. uh, Just a quick reminder, if you're not getting our newsletters, get them now. Go to commando.com slash subscribe. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. Uh, Dave in Huntington, West Virginia. Hi there, Dave. Hey, Kim. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. What's going on? I was talking with my son who has a Tesla. And it came to mind, I heard you guys talking about how much electricity Bitcoin mining uses. Yes. And I was just kind of curious what, uh, how much electric does Bitcoin mining use in the United States versus how much in the United States we use charging our battery-operated cars? Well, right now we don't have too many battery-operated cars, (laughs) okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So probably it's going to be more Bitcoin, although with the whole crypto crash of 2022, I think a lot of those miners stopped mining because the money just wasn't there. And it's a difficult question to answer because, Dave, you have different costs of electricity over time, right? Because I know if I charge my Tesla, I don't want to charge it between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. because then the costs go higher versus if I schedule it to charge between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. or something like that. And it also depends upon the, the cost of electricity in different parts of the country versus the cost of electricity of EVs. There's probably a way that you could average this out, um, but I'm not really sure. I don't think I, I've ever seen it averaged out, but I can certainly do a search for you. I, it's, a, it's an interesting question, especially with the crypto crash. What has happened to the amount of electricity that is being done for crypto versus the amount of electricity that is being used to charge ev cars i know that my little tesla app keeps coming back saying you saved 13 dollars in gas and i look at it and go oh, i don't know if that's always the case let me see what i can find out dave and i'll get back to you and i'll post it over on the website and thank you so much for your calls okay so your web browser will let you surf in secret in google chrome it's called incognito mode of course and. Firefox and Safari, they call it private browsing. In Microsoft Edge, it's called in private. Now, while private browsing does give you some privacy, it doesn't do everything, okay? Everything looks and works the same, but when you're private browsing mode, it doesn't save your history cookies or anything like that. Um, It keeps your autofill suggestions clean. But don't think for a moment that incognito and private is 100% private. Your ISP still sees everything, the websites you visit. Google still has access to anything you do in these so-called private modes. So always keep that in mind. And don't forget, you can always find me 24-7 at commando.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.